This is the GGC Life Podcast. Alrighty, let's have a look at Psalm 24. I feel like the Lord's saying this over the house today. So wake up, you living gateways. Lift up your heads, you ageless doors of destiny. Welcome the King of glory, for He is about to come through you. In Ephesians, when He promises to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all we can ask, hope or imagine, it's according to the power at work in us. The kingdom is at hand in us, through us. You are the living gateway. (laughs) You are the everlasting door of glory that the King of glory wants to come through for your family, for your neighbourhood, for the city and for this nation. Oh man, and I hear him saying, it's just time to put your antenna up. (laughs) It's just time to like put the antenna up. It's like this massive land here. Come in through me here. The Holy Spirit in us and the Holy Spirit upon us. And he is coming with the kingdom through you. That's why you're a significant family. That's why you're a significant house. And that's why the word of unity has been so strong in this season. Because you're called to do it together. And you have to run together. And you're better together. And we comprehend His love with all the saints. So we need one another. We prophesy in part. So we need one another. That word that the gentleman brought earlier. Whoa, what a knockout. My goodness. I love it. It's not about like fancy words and hype. The the word says that the prophetic word is to be weighed. It's to be measured. And so we're not judging a person or a delivery. We're weighing the word with the Holy Spirit. And like my spirit bore witness of that is a good word. And so then as a family, like that's yours. So you respond to the prophetic word and then you treat the days accordingly. You don't put it on the back shelf and say, is your name Nick, sir? Brett, I'm so sorry, Brett. So when Brett brings a word and your heart bears witness to it, we don't just go, good word, Brett, on the Sunday morning. Great one. Try again another day. No. We grab a hold of it by faith and we say, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing here. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory for what you have done. But we see the days ahead. And we grab a hold of it by faith and we run into it wholeheartedly because the kingdom of God is coming through you. And I believe, oh man, that the Lord is doing great things in this hour. Um, my name is Sarah. I'm from Glory City Church in Brisbane with Pastor Tom and Catherine Ruanala. And I'm not, I know, I'm like, I know I'm woo, but I'm not a hype person. I know it's hard to believe. I don't, I'm not into embellishing and, and um, over over like measuring what the Lord's doing, I, I, I try to be very faithful to actually how he's moving and, and, and not to mislead people in that. But we like, I feel like we're living in dream, days that we've dreamed about. The presence of God in our midst is out of control. This is my friend Janelle. He's, so where is? He's come with me. She's the best. I said yesterday, everyone needs a friend like Janelle. 
but she will testify that the Lord is doing something significant in our midst. The presence, the power of God, people just being like caught up, like the children getting saved, filled with the Holy Spirit. It's unreal. Like the last month, three testimonies of like supernatural debt cancellation, like and significant, significant. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. And the healings are wild. Oh, I'll tell you one, shall I? There was a lady, we do a a miracle service once a month. And she came, I believe, a couple of of months ago. But it takes, obviously, time to get reports back from doctors. And so we obviously encourage people um, to be wise. Um, But if they felt the Lord touch their body in ways that you can't measure, you know, just by looking at. Like if you have a broken leg and it fixes, that's easy to tell. But if it's something internal, we encourage people to... um, do as they've been um, asked by their doctors, but to go back and get tests redone if they feel the Lord's touched their bodies. So this girl um, was having problems in her reproductive system and went and saw a doctor, a young woman, not yet married, and they said, look, we don't know what's going on, but we put you on the table and open you up and find out. And they discovered that she had half a womb and one fallopian tube. Yeah, and so they took photos of it, put her back together, and of course brought her the news, which of course for a young woman is devastating, um, because they said to her, you'll struggle to fall pregnant, and if you do fall pregnant, you won't be able to carry the baby to full term, and it'll be life-threatening for you. And so she hopped in her car, drove 10 hours to come to one of our um, miracle services. She felt the Lord touch her body um, as Pastor Catherine prayed, And so we said, she said, go back, see your doctor. They did an MRI or, hang on, is that right? Thank you. Um, And and took more rounds of photos. And as she met with the doctor, he said, I can't explain this because I was there. I opened you up. I saw it with my own eyes. I took photos. And here are the photos. One, half a womb, one fallopian tube. It's like... And here is your MRI, a complete womb, and two fallopian tubes. Yeah! He's so good. And so we believe we are genuinely seeing a healing revival hit. Wow. Yeah, even like this past week, I was um, ministering at a Baptist church in Brisbane. How cool is that? Well, actually, in Ipswich just uh, west of Brisbane, and there was a woman who had had surgery on her right foot, and it was, she couldn't move her ankle. It was like had been. It was like the f- surgery had just ruined things and nerves and brain signals, and so she just her foot just wouldn't move. It was like it was fused together. Anyway, the power of God touched her body, totally healed. And so we genuinely believe that the Lord is doing a great work among us. But I feel like in this move of God, it's it's in the team. It's in the unity. It's in the linking of arms with one another because there is much work to do in the kingdom of God. And Leo and Christine, as wonderful and on fire and powerhouses as they are, they can't do it all. They can't do it all. And that's why it's so significant for you as a house that you equip the saints. According to Ephesians chapter 4, for the work of the ministry. 
And so it's all in, all together. That's why I feel like the Lord's saying today to you that you must realize, Psalm 24, that the King of glory is coming through you. Through you. It doesn't, oh man, please don't let, don't limit it to a stage on Sunday. This is like 2% of what I do. (laughs) Right? Whoa, okay. You can touch the people that I'll never meet. Right? And you can understand different um, industries and cultures that perhaps I don't understand. And you can speak the language of designers and architects and artists that perhaps I wouldn't know how to speak. And so you are so significant in the kingdom of God. He gives His Spirit. He gives the kingdom without partiality. And this is what I love about the kingdom. The hungry always get fed. The hungry always get fed. And so all it requires of you is yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. And laying down your life and giving up what you were never called to be. Letting go of the things that he never asked you to partner with. The lies of the enemy. The fear of the future. Selfish living, selfish desires. Oh no, there is a kingdom wanting to advance to you. I often say to people, I'm like, I don't have time to muck about. It's true. Like we don't have time. Like you playing it small doesn't help the world. Like there is a kingdom ready to advance in you. And the same spirit, it says, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. (laughs) The same spirit dwells in you. (laughs) What happens when you let him out? The same spirit manifests. And so what do you do then? Well, you just believe it and you do it and you believe it and you believe it and you believe it and you pray and you pray and you believe and you believe and you stand your ground and you move forward and you believe and you believe until it becomes your reality. The word says that the kingdom of heaven suffers violence but the vi- and the violent take it by force. And there is something about a militant heart combined with a spirit of love that refuses to let you remain in comfort. And refuses to let you just rock up on Sunday and fulfill a religious duty. I don't have time for that. I'm like, like there are nations as our inheritance available. <laughs> Ooh. It's a good day to be alive for a time such as this. Come on, these aren't just like, I'm not here to like tickle your ears, you know. I feel like he wants us to be convicted of the days that we are living in. These significant days where people are desperate and we genuinely have the answer for him. The peace of God. The peace of God, free from shame, free from regret, free from foreboding, a fear of the future. Oh, No one does it like Jesus. And there is a peace that surpasses knowledge that can't be found in a yoga pose. (laughs) Um, But side side note, if you're engaging in that, please don't anymore. 
sick. It's just everything's a counterfeit. So, and you got the access to the real and it abides in you. So empower that truth. You empower what you believe. So if you believe that the gospel comes through you, if you're convicted by the washing of water that comes through the word, you've got to be in it every day. Eat it every day. Get it into you. It's the only, t- the only thing you have time for. Today is a non-negotiable. Like you just have to, you can't afford not to. If you want to be effective for the kingdom, you have to be in the word. You have to have your mind renewed into truth because we are constantly bombarded by culture and opinion. If you have a phone and a social media account, it's bombarding. I'm like, you, and you don't want to know what they think. You got to know what he thinks. And so fix your eyes on things above. Fix your thoughts, it says, on things above, not on earthly things. So have our minds transfixed, transfixed by the one who is love and allow him to mold us and shape our way of thinking and believing. And I said it yesterday, it's right believing that leads to right behaving. In all your best effort, like behavior modification, like, like be disciplined, obviously, but the word transforms us the way nothing else can. Time in his presence transforms us hours spent in glory the best thing you can do for your family is to give your life to God (laughs) the best thing you can do for your spouse and your kids is to give your life to God genuinely surrender surrender every day and allow him to come through you Allow him to come through you in your workplaces, in your place of leisure, in your place of learning. Allow him to come through you. Allow him when you break bread together at the kitchen table, allow him to come through you. When you meet with your friends, instead of talking rubbish, talk about him. Just spend time together seeking the Lord. I have another friend, Mrs. Casey that my kids call her Mrs. Casey. Um, and my little Harry, he's still working on his S's, so he calls her Mick Cahey. <laughs> so cute, Mick Cahey. Mrs. Casey, when we spend time together, she just says, do you want to read the word? <laughs> She's like, oh, should we just worship tonight? Because he's so captured her heart that it's like, In him we live and move and have our being. So it actually is irrelevant where you physically are. Your spirit is seated with Christ in heavenly places and so you can encounter him in the midst of. One of my favorite things to do is to go into a loud place, like a train station or when we're in that cool restaurant that Christine sent us to the other night. Like the music was loud, and like in my opinion, I said to Janelle, I think I'm getting a bit, you know, I've changed. It feels a bit loud. <laughs> but one of my favorite things to do is to just say, oh, Holy Spirit, what are you saying right now? What are you doing right now? And you find him in the midst of every environment, in every situation. You can bring the kingdom. <laughs> you can extend the glory. So the team in the Philippines this week, when you're confronted with the needs, with the great needs of humanity, instead of being overwhelmed, look up. And you just ask, Holy Spirit, 
Every person who came to Jesus, he, as every person came, he always manifested himself as the answer. So Holy Spirit, how do you want to be the answer in this situation to this person? And you can do that. And like I said, in every situation, there's always a solution because Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is our ever-present help in time of need. And so you have that access continually. Oh, oh okay, it's a sermon for another day. <laughs> living temples, it's another day. But you have the temple of the living God available through you. And as we continue to learn to cultivate his presence by choosing him, by choosing him, by choosing him, by feasting on him at the end of the week when you feel drained and you just want Netflix and a pizza. Look, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with Netflix, Netflix and a pizza, but if you're using it to fill a void designed for God alone, it actually won't satisfy you. And we simply, and we were taught this by Pastor Catherine many years ago, in those situations, you simply ask, take a moment, don't default. To make, take a moment and just ask, what is my spirit craving? And I would suggest it's the love of God to be filled to the measure of all of his fullness. Because like I said, he can do for you what pizza and Netflix don't. And just like a little like hash, like asterisk, pizza be Sarah's favorite. So I'm not against having a pizza. I'm not against hanging out with friends, like the brethren, the community. We need one another. I hope you've heard that. Um, but... You were created for him. You were designed for him. And I feel like I said before, in these days where his spirit is being poured out, all it takes is an all-in yes. An all-in yes. And as you're convicted of that, like I said, it affects the way that you live and what you choose to feast on. And I love the kingdom life produces life in you. So can I encourage you this week, as you say, as I think we're all saying yes, Yes, come through me, Lord, that in your moments of hiddenness, that's where the glory is cultivated. That's where the oil is released. That's where the new wine comes, and it's costly. And it's costly. Hmm. And so it's not a hyped up yes in the moment. (laughs) but it's a heart posture that chooses him. All day, every day. All the days and all the ways. And he can't help himself but to come through you because he's faithful, it's who he is. But if you want to see the kingdom influence increase through you, may I encourage you to have, position yourself to have it increased in you. It's ours in glory that changes us and transforms us. And it says that the eyes of the Lord look to and fro throughout the earth, seeking a heart that is completely his. And I feel like he goes, that I can work with. Yes, I found one. That's what he's found in Josiah. Yes, this is what he's found in this house. Because you've so positioned yourselves... (laughs) 
I guess I know you've put up the antenna. It's like your house is like this, like this, whoo, this glorious gospel church. You've so positioned yourselves to host his glory that as the word says, he's faithful to come. He can't, he can't help himself. He's looking. He's looking for ones to come through. And it's you. Amen. Amen. I want to read to you from Ephesians chapter 2. <laughs> I love the word. <clears throat> I'm finding it. Give me a momentarily. Oh, I mean, it's all good, isn't it? I read, like, have Ephesians for, <laughs> have Colossians for, oh, have Galatians for dinner and Ephesians for dessert. Like, it's so good. Read, like, whole books of the Bible at once is a really fun way to go. I read the epistles last night. It's just beautiful. So, here we go. (laughs) So then, verse 19, you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. We sang it before. Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple. (laughs) In the Lord, in him, you are also being built together into a dwelling place for God. By the Spirit. And I don't have time to begin, go back um, to Exodus, but when we fast forward to when Jesus gave his life for us and the veil of the temple was torn into, giving us access into the Holy of Holies, whoo, not only did we no longer need a mediator in another person to access the Holy Spirit like a prophet in the old covenant, you now have through the magnificent blood of Jesus and the covenant that He has made to you, access to boldly approach the throne of grace. Anytime, all the time, night and day, whenever you need it. But what I love is that when Jesus later on comes to His disciples and says to them, it's better that I go. What? Like, yeah, no, like you just got back. Like, please don't go. But why is it better that I go? So I can send you the helper the Holy Spirit. And then Jesus is like, we're gonna go one better because no longer do you only have access into the holy place. You have now become by the Spirit of God, the living temple in which He wants to dwell. A, A temple not built by human hands in the old covenant, but a temple where God is quite at home. Living gateways of glory, a house of prayer for all nations, the Spirit of God, the kingdom coming through you. And then we, living temples built together as a family with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone, house the living God for Parramatta, for Leichhardt, for Sydney. For the nation, and I feel in the season, and Christine mentioned it on Friday night, and because I've, <laughs> I like to go places with the Lord sometimes, and I've seen the precipice, and I am telling you, we are on the precipice of the greatest move of God that Australia, New Zealand, and the islands of the sea has ever seen, Woo! and He is. Building living temples connected together in unity. 
with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone, the generations running together, and they're like pockets of revival springing up all over the nation and all over the earth. And what part of my privilege of going to different places is that it blows me away. Because sometimes you don't see the forest for the the trees, but you go into these, like I love this land, right? So I love to go to like remote places too. And so I was in like the sticks in Northern Victoria and I was like, wow, you're doing it here too. He's coming, oh my goodness, he's coming to us. He's come to us. The kingdom is at hand in us and through us. And what I love is that these like pockets of revival, what it actually was, was like an underground sprinkler system. We're all connected. (laughs) You know, like an irrigation system is connected to one another. And so we don't burn alone. And these temples were designed to run together. That's why the kingdom of God is a family. And that's why the generations running together is so powerful. We need one another. We need, oh my gosh, we need one another. And if you would, this is a very secure and safe house. This beautiful church family. And I would encourage you, in family, and I'm speaking of my own, there is opportunity for things not to go the way you think they should go. And there's opportunity to be offended. And there's opportunity to be a bit, oh, they didn't smile at me today. Can I encourage you? Firstly, don't live for yourself and that all becomes irrelevant. But secondly, if you experience that, if you refuse to let your heart be offended, and if you choose the lower path and to forgive, the first to the cross wins. The first to the cross wins. If you choose just to forgive and release people of, of the apology you think that they owe you, it will keep you. It will keep you on the road that he's called this house to. It's not saying that he's not moving other places. Don't hear what I'm not saying. But there is a spirit of revival connected to this house and you want in on it. So don't allow the enemy to rip you off. Everyone has offend, who is offended has a reason to be offended, and, but there is never a reason to be offended. So can I encourage you to just release people, to just love them and put your eyes on Jesus? Because I feel like in the season, and I feel like we're meant to be wrapping up, um, <laughs> uh, that um, I feel like, oh, The Lord is, there's like a promotion of devotion. And that's why he needs all of us. He, it's not, sorry, it's not like a promotion of man so you can be recognized by people. But in the secret place of devotion, he is promoting your voice in the heavenlies to shift and move things in cities and in nations. That's where you want a megaphone. (laughs) And we even heard earlier in prayer this morning that when a lion roars, you can hear them. But when they roar in unison, you can hear them for kilometers. And so that's why the value of our voice together is needed. So don't allow the enemy to rip you off. Don't allow offense to take you out. 
Oh, I'm going to be really, I'm going to be really bold. Because it's never just about you. You pull your family out. You pull your children out. Don't allow your offense to rip off your generation for the greatest outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You want to be on the front line of what the Lord will do. The enemy is a liar. The enemy is a liar and that's why you need to be in the Word. It keeps your mind pure. It helps you to identify and dispel the lies of the enemy and pull down, right? We're called to do that, right? Pull down anything that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ Jesus. Dismantling enemy strongholds. So don't let him build one in you. And instead, build build pathways of glory, pull pathways of peace, look for the love, look for the solution, look for the answer and look for the opportunity to manifest the Son of God wherever you go. Amen. 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 Thanks for listening to the GGC Life podcast. We hope you feel encouraged. Be blessed.